Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, welcome back. And as always, thank you for listening. Last Sunday, I had the honor, pleasure, it was great, of seeing uh, and listening to a missionary from Africa. And uh, he presented at, at my church. And his particular area of service in Africa, because remember, Africa is a continent, not a country. There are many countries in Africa. Um, this was the uh, Kenya, I believe, Rwanda area. And not just those two countries. It's multi, multiple uh, countries that he worked in. But uh, the interesting thing that I found is he had he said something that just really stuck with me. And that was this. He said, Take Christ, not Christianity. Wow. See, now, take Christ, not Christianity. What do you mean? Take Christ with you. Take Jesus with you. Not necessarily Christianity. Now, what does that mean? Now, what does that mean? Um... In the spirit of it, it's this. When you present Jesus, the honest, unadulterated vision, image that's there, that Jesus is, is of a person who is the living God incarnate. And... It's what the Bible testifies of him. Now, the complication that we run into is is if you take Christianity, then what are you taking? Well, you're taking the you know the Methodist, Lutheran, Baptist, uh, Episcopal. You know, you're you're taking all kinds of different flavors of Jesus. <laughs> of but but it's a organizational system with you and that's not Jesus the kicker is most of the time we don't present Jesus in light of who he actually was and that was a Jewish rabbi who was the son of God the son of the living God and so a lot of times we let the church stuff get in the way. Now, one thing that, that this missionary mentioned I thought was fantastic was he said that there were many different groups that worked together to achieve their goals. Many different organizations. That, I think, is the essence. That's how you show people Jesus. Jesus said, 
said, they'll know you're my disciples by your love, by how you love one another. Well, I've mentioned before, (coughs) excuse me, I've mentioned before that in a system called, uh, and this is a denominational thing called church planting, okay, not not. P-L-A-N-N-I-N-G, but P-L-A-N-T-I-N-G, planting, like planting a, a flower, okay? In church planting, one thing that always amazes me, and one thing I always wonder, is you hear, oh yes, I'm a church planter, I'm putting, you know, I'm, I'm starting churches, here, 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 here. And I'm always wondering, and, I've, and if you've listened to my podcast, you've heard this before, I always wonder, you mean there's no churches there? There's none at all. Because a lot of times, what that means is, is that there's no church of that denomination at that location. So now what we're doing is we're taking denomination, not... (laughs) Necessarily, Jesus. See, and that's why that's when when he said there's so many different organizations that are pulling together to help each other. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Probably really complicated, but it's beautiful. Now, it's interesting. Why do we have to take Jesus? Why is that so important for them to see Jesus for who he is beyond? our ethnicity, beyond our theological fixations, beyond that. It's because this. In John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, by the way, some verses say no man, but the the Greek word there is neuter, and it pulls in everyone. So no one, uh, the ESV uses no one, and that's a really good interpretation of that situation. No one comes to the Father except through me. Also, with that thought in mind, if you'll jump to Second Peter one nineteen through twenty one, and this is this is mentioned. Now this is Peter talking, of course, and he's saying, "Quote, and we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp." Shining in the dark, in a dark place, until the day until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Now, end quote. So, 
What does that mean? Well, first of all, that kind of stands a little bit against um, not taking Jesus, but taking Christianity for this for this reason. Everybody's got their own little fixations on on jazz, and it's interesting that in in some places denominations don't work together at all. In fact, in some circles, uh, when denominations want to try to work together, some people call foul and get all bent out of shape and say, that's ecumenicalism and that's, that's from the devil. And unfortunately, ecumenicalism has taken a really, really, really bad word, or, uh, excuse me, a really bad turn and a bad interpretation. So, if you don't want to use that word, that's fine. Just find another word that says, Christians all work together, love each other, and try to help help people. You got another word for that? I'm all ears. Okay? Because believers ought to be believers, ought to be believers. Um... There's a story I've mentioned before uh, about Richard Wormbron, who was a Romanian pastor when communism took over that area. And he has a book called Tortured for Christ in which he biographed, you know, it's a biography of what happened to him. And he said that the communists got all the pastors from all the denominations and put them in a big room. And uh, I guess this was kind of a torture kind of thing. I don't know. He said that they argued for like an hour, maybe two, and then they quit. Because all of a sudden, people started getting the message. What is the message? Take Christ. Take Jesus. And if you're going to push a mindset, then here's one. He was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. And there's no indication he quit being that way. Even when he ascended. And when he comes back. So, you know, when Jesus returns, what's he going to do? Oh, no, no, I gave that up. You know, I'm something else now. God started Judaism. He, I mean... Uh, some people just just get scandalized when they hear that. They just go bananas. They say, "Man, you're a heretic." No, I mean no. <laughs> now here's the issue. He is the Messiah. End of story. And as I've read before, he makes it pretty clean. You know, pretty clean and and clear. He says. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is the culmination of everything that God is trying to teach us and to get done. That's why a relationship with him personally is so important. It's absolutely the most important thing on the planet. 
So, how do you take Christ? How do you take Christ? Because obviously, uh, all of us grow, you know, we, we tend to grow up in a denomination, all right? So, you know, because right now you might be thinking, well, what are you saying? Denominations are wrong or, or, or evil or something like that? No, 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 no. No. Um, in fact, I mean, uh, independent churches have their own set of complications that kind of go with that. Um denominations at least are supposed to have a little bit of oversight. So if you got somebody doing something crazy, some people from the denomination can come say, eh, you know, we heard you doing this. Can you, you know, can you explain that a little bit? But uh, in, in some independent churches, it uh, the buck stops at the pulpit. <laughs> I mean... And not all of them, uh, obviously. There's some very, there's some fantastic independent churches out there. But, um, but anyway. So, so what does that mean? In our lives, when we present, we're presenting Jesus, Jesus the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. That's who we present. That's who we are with. That's our total connection. In his word, in the word he read, in the word he memorized, in the word he said, in the word he instigated through through the uh, new to new covenant, the Brit Hadashah, it's called the New Testament. You put both of those things together, old and the new, because that's where you have a complete Bible, by the way. You present Jesus as best you can as he is, as the Word says he is. Now, how do you do that? you got to study. And guess what? In that second verse I mentioned, where it talks about interpretation... But men spoke of spoke from God as they were carried by, along by the Holy Spirit. You know something else the Holy Spirit will do? It will carry you along in your study. And it will keep you, He will keep you on track if you will ask Him to. So there is, you know, there's fancy words like hermeneutics and exegesis and context and things of that nature. But we need to present Jesus as he is in the Word. And if church tradition gets in the way of the Word of God, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm chunking church tradition and going with the Word of God. Because I don't have any choice. Uh, now, some church traditions line right up with the Word of God, and that's fantastic. Others don't. So, it's more about being a follower, a disciple of Yeshua HaMashiach Minatzeret. That's Jesus the Messiah of Nazareth. Than it is about a denomination. That's what I believe, or at least that's what I took away 
from what the missionary said was take Christ, not Christianity. One day, we will all stand before the Lord, every one of us, and He'll ask, and He'll check, and He'll want to know. Because He'll already know. God never asks a question that He didn't already know the answer to. But He's going to ask us, How did you stay in connection with my Son, Jesus? What kind of relationship did you have with him? How close were you? How did how close did you draw near from him? Well, I went to church every Sunday. How close did you draw near? Well, you know, I was there for all the picnics. Were you there? How close were you? Well, I never missed a sermon of so and so. Where how close were you? How much did you pray? How much did you read and study and dig and know his word? And reach out to other people. So, let me leave you with that. And with that thought in mind, I want you to, I want to encourage you to keep Thank on for speaking Thank you to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.